0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week, a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week, it is episode 229, and it's very special. This is a special Remember the Game because we weren't going to do a podcast this week. It's the holidays. I'm taking the week off to eat, drink, and smoke, and game, and do my thing, And uh, but then I got thinking, like, this has been such a phenomenal year year for remember the game we've grown so much what can i do to show all of you how much i appreciate your support every time i say what can i do i think of the principal from a goofy movie and like principal major what can we do to not waste our summer vacation but anyway i thought about it like what can i do for an episode to show all of you how much i appreciate you and that you've listened to the show and then it came to me Like, Scrooge getting visited at night. I can play a game that, like, 90% of you have been yelling at me to play for at least the last four years. It's Portal. I finally did it. I get my gamer card back. That strike comes off my permanent record. I'm officially a Portaler. For the record, no, I have not yet played Portal 2. Don't get greedy. I'll get to that next year, okay? But I did finally... Play portal and we figured this would make a great game a great uh ending episode way to way, way to end the year all that and uh holy balls i see why so many of you have been telling me i need to play this game this might just be not to spoil this episode this might just be The most brilliant little video game that I have played in my 35 plus years of gaming. Holy Jesus. If by some chance you're one of the folks like me that have not played this yet, the hype is real. I understand why everybody... Sucks this game's ass now. It's very short. It's only a few hours long. You can beat it in a day easily if you want to. If you don't like puzzles, you may not like it because that's really all it is. You just use these portals to warp around levels. And basically, you have to get to the end of the maze from the starting point to the finish point And then rinse and repeat. But the puzzles are just so goddamn genius. The portals work so well. It's silky smooth. It's very, very funny. Albeit occasionally a little bit creepy. And it's just, uh... Boy, am I ever tempted to slap the incredibly elusive Perfect 10 on this game. Did I? Well... You're going to have to listen to find out. And uh, my companion cube, Mark McHugh, is my guest on the show this week. He's been in the trenches with the rest of you trying to convince me I need to play this game for years. And I don't know if he's ever been more excited to come on, remember the game, and kill time with me. This one is going to be a gooder. And we'll get to all that in just a minute. Because speaking of killing time with me, it's time for the final edition of the Remember the Game infamous intro for 2022. If you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard, consider this your warning, our intros are long, but they're fun, we talk video games and stuff, they're rad, they're a little bit shorter than Portal is, uh, but if you do want to skip it, before you leave me a one-star review and get all fucking, well, intros are too long, I the intro feeds on the hatred of the odd person that hates the intro, just skip 30 minutes, and you'll, you'll hear the music, you'll be into Portal you're golden. I've got it down to the science. They're almost always about 30 minutes long now, Uh, but I recommend hanging around. I do have to get my plugs out of the way, right? That's how we keep the bills on around here. We have merchandise, hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, posters. They would have made incredible Christmas presents, but it's too fucking late now. All rocking incredible art drawn by my man, Joe from 4545creative.com. You can check out all our merchandise at rememberthegamepodcast.com. If you're interested, it's a great way to support the show. And of course, if you don't like clothes, well... You can always check us out on Patreon. It's the best value maybe in the history of the universe. For only two bucks a month, you get two additional podcasts every single week. You get exclusive access to my gaming news show Game Patch every Friday where I look at all the biggest news in modern video games and I add in my opinions and some profanity and stuff in there and we drop expansion pass every single Thursday and that's a different show each week. We do game rankings, console rankings, we look back at characters, systems, generations, genres, we do some comedy episodes, there's a ton of spoiler-free modern game reviews over there if you're interested. And this past week on Expansion Pass, it was Festivus! It was our third annual airing of gaming grievances. This has become a tradition around here where I let you know all the ways that gaming has disappointed me over the past year. The Patreons do as well. Uh, We had the McHugh brothers wrestle by the aluminum pole, but you're going to have to go to our OnlyFans if you want to see that. And as is becoming tradition here on the intro, here is a sneak peek of last week's episode of Expansion Pass, our third annual airing. Of gaming grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. These Smash Brothers tournaments. That we were kind of talking about last week. And the way they're shutting down all these people. That just want to play. And have big events around your fucking game. That you're not fucking doing. Let people enjoy your game. That they bought. If I bought your game. And now I want to have a tournament with it. Fuck you. Who the fuck are you to tell me I can't have a tournament with your fucking game? Those Nintendo Power uploads. Someone uploaded all the old issues of Nintendo Power and then Nintendo goes and fucking takes it down. Someone uploaded some story about a, a, a fucking strategy Zelda game and Nintendo goes and takes it down. Why do you hate us so much? Do you have any idea how much money we fucking made you? any idea you know how many shitty fucking decisions you've made where we've stood by you like the nintendo 64 not using discs like the wii period the wii u and that abomination the fucking virtual boy the amount of times we have stood by you while you have just made stupid decision after stupid fucking decision Well, that's now available on our archives and this week for expansion pass number 143 it is the final expansion pass of the month end of the year uh, but our patrons get to pick the topic for our final expansion pass every month and best gaming power-ups came out on top this time around so there's no definitive rankings or anything like that we're just gonna talk badass power-ups that we like and it should be a pretty powerful episode you see what i did there that's clever uh, so again two bucks Get you two additional shows a week, plus instant access to over 250 archive. I think it's creeping up on 300 now. Bonus podcasts, all ad-free, five bucks a month, actually gets you three additional shows each week and, like, 400-some podcasts, but whatever. Plus, in addition to a ton of extra podcasts, you get access to our Remember the Game Discord, a chance to vote in our Patreon poll every month. It's running right now until the end of the year. The ability to submit comments to be read on all of our podcasts, you can DM with me, and I check them regularly, and... You get a shout out and get to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to our newest patrons: The Smituation, Dan Cruz, Joe the Motherfucking Beach, Scurry the Sluggish, and Adrian Big Johnson. Those five names sound like a bad wrestling stable. That's excellent. Um, thank you all so much for the support. Welcome to Remember the Game Industries Patreon.com slash remember the game. I will quickly throw this in there as I'm recording this intro. It is Friday, December twenty third at noon. So if you have signed up over the last few days, you'll get your shout out on Remember the Game two hundred and thirty uh, next week. I'm just I'm trying to get all my podcasts done before Christmas so I can take a few days off to just hang out with my family. So don't think I ignored you if you signed up, all right? Uh, and you can find me on Twitch. i'll probably be on there a few times over the christmas uh break uh twitch.tv slash the game it's completely i mean you can sub but i never bring them up i don't hound you for subs i'm not gonna beg you for donate just come by say hi look at my dumb face we talk video games it's usually a pretty good time so that's enough blowing myself let's blow some of you by blowing in some cartridges it is our opening segment here on the show i read a few comments and questions from our patrons, usually gaming related but not always and we call this segment blowing in the cartridge he blows
1: all right he blows big
0: time that's it honey get into the spirit let's blow our first blower this week is hero jones who wrote in and said dear andy what the fuck is boxing day do you fight each other over the presents you wanted but didn't get is it like a physical airing of grievances i'm from new jersey and a holiday that involves fighting sounds right up my alley oh uh i threw the O in there. sopranos jersey um dude i did not know this apparently a lot of you don't celebrate boxing day i didn't realize i thought boxing day was like as big a deal as christmas around the world but I guess not. So for all of you, because you are far from the first one, Hero Jones, that have been asking me, what the fuck is Boxing Day? I have no fucking idea. It, <laughs> it's the day after Christmas. It's December 26th. Um, I just assumed it was a day for people to nurse their hangovers or their heartburn from the night before. Uh, there's lots of like big sales and like lots of shopping and stuff going on. Boxing Day blowouts and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but that's like think kind of like your Black Friday after Thanksgiving in the States. I guess that's kind of like what it is. But, uh, I just use it to lay around the house and eat leftovers and nurse the burning heart that I'm, as I'm sure I'm going to have the worst heartburn of my life this year. Uh, so I just, that's all it is. I don't know what the fuck the and don't, don't bother messaging me. Everybody being like, oh, well, the technical history of boxing day is where the pioneers, well, I don't, I don't mean to be rude. But like, I don't, I don't care. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know, but we don't fight up here. It's Canada. We don't fight here in Canada. So. Unless you're GSP. Anyways, thank you uh, for writing in, Hero Jones. Uh, Madalufu23, who wrote in and explained to me why I read their name so stupid, but I still don't, I still not going to get it right. Uh, Madalufu23 wrote in and said, sup, Adam, first time doing this, but I found your podcast when I was bored at work looking up gaming podcasts and I heard, remember the game number 41, Spider-Man. Oh, fuck yeah. I love that game. Uh, Just had a quick question. I've been hearing you smoke pot and play video games and when I smoke, I get easily distracted and stop playing. How? How do you do it truth be told there are very few games that i can play when i'm uh inebriated under the influence of cannabis very very few i can play te- for, it's so weird games like tetris 99 uh or tetris anything i just kind of get into a zone and i'm i'm just it's almost like a trance i'm a better tetris player uh under the influence i can kind of play mario kart i can play games like um actually high on life has been a lot of fun to play while i'm while i'm baked i can play games like minecraft and stuff like that but uh i do struggle any game that takes a lot of coordination or most of them i really struggle with uh I, I actually feel the same way i'm like how the fuck do like as i know some people like that's all they do is they blaze and then they game and i'm like how how the fuck do you play these games when you're like i can't read the dialogue i can't make intelligent decisions i just I can't do anything so uh oh among us is another one that i play sometimes well i'm under the influence but no i'm i'm the same way Model 23. I can't play most games (laughs) while I'm high because I'm just just not smart enough. But mark my words. I've been saying it on uh, a couple of my other shows. I'm doing a no-Jane January. I'm going to try to fucking – I'm going to try to go – I'm not going to say sober. There's still booze. But I'm going to try to not touch weed for – how many days are in January? Is it 30 or 31? 31. Fuck me. 31? I thought it was 30. I'm going to try my best to go through the entire month of January without smoking weed. I'm not giving it up for the year, but I got to pull back because I smoke too much of it right now. Uh, so anyway I hope that answers your question I don't I'm not very good Rex Banner wrote in and said hey Adam I've been trying hard to finish all these games I have I started up get three minutes into it and then I'm like nah I'm gonna go do something else it's been quite the slump do you have any advice well first of all I would say uh, catch the beer baron and uh, (laughs) no you won't Uh, and second of all um i'm the same way actually that was uh i did this stupid 30 days of gaming thing on twitter and the last one was what's your gaming tradition and i said mine is getting excited to start up a new game sitting down and then spending the entire session trying to decide what to play so no i i'm the same way my only advice would just be like don't force it because if you try to force it you're just gonna end up hating the game right it's like going to the bathroom you don't push it out don't just let it happen okay and if it's not ready yet go read a book it'll come Just go read a book. Just walk away and come back when it strikes your fancy and you're really feeling it. Don't try to force it. Because then you just end up resenting the game that you forced yourself to play. That's my advice, Rex Banner. Uh, Johan Mejia. said, So this one probably won't be read. It's too controversial. But here it goes. If some of the big companies, let's say an IGN, for example, wanted to buy Remember the Game and give you a show and podcast with them and make you an official IGN employee, would you do it? Now, if they just want to make you part of the team and keep Remember the Game, would you do it? Peace and eat my shorts. That's not controversial, I don't think. Um... Listen, everybody's got a price, as a certain uh, former pro wrestler <laughs> I used to say, but I don't think so. Um, I, first of all, I don't think my uh, my unique brand of swearing and inability to pronounce words with more than three syllables in them would fit into IGN's little uh, fancy umbrella, but um, no, unless they came to me with like life-changing money, which they're not going to offer, um, I I'd, and even then I'd consider it. I don't know if I'd sign, because I don't care for IGN, but uh, no, I... I I don't have any interest in working with anybody else. I've been offered a couple of chances to join some other podcast networks and things, and you know, like basically they just group a bunch of podcasts together, and then they get advertisers, and they move those advertisements across all the podcasts, and then you split the revenue, and you know, you have more downloads to sell and stuff. And I, I got offered a couple opportunities to join some of those back in the early days of Remember the Game. Um, I don't. I just want to. I like. To me, like the the coolest thing about this is that I get to play video games and talk about them for a job. But the second. Like the 1B to that 1A is that I don't have a boss. And uh, I, other than Molly, of course, the CEO of my dog. But I can basically say what I want, do what I want. And if I fuck up, no one's responsible but me. And that's been a dream of mine since I was a kid is to be self-employed. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm happy. I make enough money to keep the bills on, as they say around here. And uh, I don't want anyone looking over my shoulder or changing, changing the formula that I've spent so many years fucking up. So, no, I, I don't want to work with anybody else. I don't think I would take that deal uh fetus speed bump wrote in is it fetus or fetus it looks like fetus fetus speed bump wrote it. is that offensive I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's offensive anymore. I'm a comedian. I'm afraid everything I say is offensive. Feed a speed bump wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, just wanted to stop by and say how much I appreciate your podcast. You're the only person I'm a Patreon of. I made this account just to subscribe to your podcast. Well, thank you very much. I drive across the country, the United States, and these make the long drives way more bearable. I wanted to know if there was anywhere I could hear your stand up. I'm a big comedy fan, and I'd like to hear what you got. Thanks. Keep up the good work. I get asked this quite a bit. Uh, There's a couple of clips at my comedy website, abcomedy.net, that never gets updated over there. Um, you can find a couple clips on YouTube, and I have a few on, like, Spotify and Apple Music. If you, uh, you I mean, you probably just search for Adam Blank. It's on a comedy album called Just for Laughs Originals, uh, countdown to discounts. I, they gave So what it is, is Just for Laughs, which is, like, one of the biggest comedy festivals on the planet. They're Canadian. Uh, they went out and got a bunch of, you know, not all newer, but a lot of younger comics. And basically we each recorded a few tracks and then they put them into like uh, coll- like collaboration albums, I guess. Like, you know, collection albums. And uh, I have three tracks on there that play pretty regularly on Sirius XM radio on a few stations. But you can find them wherever you want. And they actually called the album Countdown to Discounts. And I got the first three tracks and one of my jokes is about counting down to discounts with as getting older. So uh, I got the title track which was kind of neat but um that's the only place. Most of my comedy these days is crowd work and interaction with the audience and stuff and I just don't feel it translates well to putting it online. So I don't put much else of my stuff online. But yeah, YouTube me uh and you can find that album somewhere if you. I think I get like 1/100th one of a penny. Uh Shadow Tenwick is that obscure reference. Uh, but uh I get 1/100th one of a penny for every like 2000 downloads of it or something. So the uh, help a player out man. Give me a download. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the support, uh, speed bump. Casey Long wrote in and said, so I want to throw this out to you in the community. If this sale with Microsoft and Blizzard and all that shit does go through, will Sony sign the agreement for the 10 years and then spend 10 years working on their own Call of Duty game to compete? Just my thought. Not sure if anybody else was thinking it. Uh, I mean, maybe, I mean, yeah, probably actually you're right. Like they'd have 10 years to come up with a, you know, a, a, a cod killer as it were something to compete. Don't they still have kill zone? Like they haven't used kill zone in forever, right? Maybe they could just bring Killzone back and make it into something big or maybe like, maybe they go out and try to get their hands on battlefield or something. I don't know. But, uh, I, I mean at this point, who knows if the sale is going to happen. We've been talking about it for weeks and like the FTC is trying to stop it now and fuck, only knows if it's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, I, I actually, I didn't, I didn't think of that myself, Casey. But that does make sense, yeah. So if you don't know, by I'm not gonna get solely down this fucking rabbit hole again. I'm so sick of talking about this fucking sale on game patch every week. But not, not offense to you at all, Casey. But like, you, I'm sure you all know Microsoft is trying to buy Activision Blizzard. Sony's trying to stop them, and Microsoft has told Sony, if we do buy them, we'll give you a 10 year contract to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation platforms, uh, and then we'll, you know, readdress it after that. Um, yeah, I guess I could see that happening if they were to buy COD tony uses that decade to develop a cod killer i could yeah i could absolutely see that happening i don't know if it's possible i mean i you know what i won't say it's not possible because fans of cod have been fucking hating on that franchise for like a decade so like you'd think yeah they'd be ready for uh maybe kill zone's the answer yeah maybe i think it's a that's an interesting uh, proposition casey very interesting and then finally thank you for writing in before we move on it's letter time it's letter time dylan trader wrote in and said, Adam, I don't think you should shy away from games that people love that you don't like. I did enjoy the Majora's Mask episode, but that was a cop-out. As someone who loves that game, I wanted to hear your criticisms. It's not like I'd be outraged or even disagree with most of your complaints. That's the thing. Even if I love a game, I'm probably disliking a lot of the stuff you're disliking. It's just I like other stuff enough that I that the stuff I don't like doesn't matter so much. I enjoyed Sonic Adventure 2, though in that case, I knew it was garbage. I'm just saying you shouldn't be afraid to criticize a game because maybe a bunch of people would jump down your throat. In fact, that probably if the... In fact, if they do, that probably just means they were entertained. Well, listen, first of all, uh, thank you for writing in, but I can assure you some of the messages I got after I shit all over Sonic Adventure 2, those people were not entertained. I can fucking promise, promise you about that. But I just wanted to address your point, Dylan. I want everyone to know I don't shy away from ca- talking about or reviewing games that people love that I don't like. I dunked on Castlevania Symphony of the Night and took my lumps. I ripped Sonic Adventure 2 to shreds and took my lumps. Even way back, episode 25, Chrono Trigger. I don't care for Chrono Trigger. And I addressed that, and I just owned up to it. So it's I, I'll do a review of a game that I don't like. I have no problem with doing that. You said the Majora's Mask episode was a cop-out. I did not not review Majora's Mask. In case you haven't heard it yet, if you go back, I don't remember what number it was now, um, sometime this year, Maybe 200 and... I don't remember. But anyway, um, we finally reviewed The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. People have been asking for it forever. But I had Mark and Bradley McHugh co-host the show and I actually sat that one out. I didn't say a word on that episode. Uh, I I, I was away on vacation. I let them have the chair. They reviewed Majora's Mask. And it was a great episode. It was really fun. Um, People really liked it but I didn't shy away from it because I like the game and don't want to deal with the lumps. I make those jokes. Sometimes the problem with Majora's mask was that I, and and please like, I'm not trying to dunk on your game. I know a lot of people love it, but like I have tried to play that game half a dozen times. I fucking hate it. I can't get into it. And I don't be like, well, you we got to play the 3ds version. I've tried the 3ds version a couple of times. I tried the 64 version. I've tried it on the virtual consoles. I just fucking hate it. And so that's why I can't review it on the show is that I just can't get far enough into it to, even like i need to have enough knowledge of the game to host a podcast and if i can't get far enough like i fucking just hate it so i was like it, i can't do a podcast about it there's been a couple other sweet Kid in two is one that people have been asking me to review for a while and i tried it and i think it seems like a great game i just cannot get into big rpgs full of like it with the giant parties and everything i just i was overwhelmed I was like i don't get it i'm not good at this i can't Play enough of it to do a competent podcast. So just know there's a difference between, like, I hate this game uh, or I can't figure this game out. If I hate a game, I'll fucking review it. Again, go back to the fucking Sonic Adventure 2 episode. I'll review a game I don't like. I have no problem with that. It's when I can't get far enough into a game to competently host a podcast about it those are the ones that i sit out and that was why i gave the torch to mark and bradley for majora's mask so i hope that makes sense there's a difference trust me i have no problem every one of you that's been like you can't wait for you to play metal gear solid 3 which i promise you is coming next year there's your fucking christmas gift at some point point in 2023 uh there is going to be a metal gear solid 3 episode i fucking hate metal gear solid 2 more than i hate Guinness, which is the fuck i hate that drink and uh if, if Sonic Adventure, Inve- I mean, who knows? Or not Sonic Adventure, pardon me, Metal Gear. Maybe Metal Gear Solid 3 will turn me around. And I'll be like, all right, that was much better. But if I don't like it, I don't give a fuck if you all hate it. You've been asking for it. I'm going to tell you what I fuck. I'll tell you what I fucking think. But uh, yeah, that so that's the difference. Anyway, I'll move on, but I hope that makes sense. Thank you for writing in, Dylan. Thanks a lot for everybody for all the submissions this year. As always, I appreciate it. Let's change things up. Let's get into our smash hit segment, the official game show of Remember the Game Industries. You know it, I know it. It's play one, remake one, erase one. And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. Every week I give our patrons three retro video games. They can play one as it was released, remake one as a modern game, and the third is a race from time forever. And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a right one. We'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, And this week, I figured since we're talking a Valve game and Portal, I decided to to throw three other Valve games that are pretty universally loved or liked anyways into the hot seats. We've got Left 4 Dead, Half-Life, and Counter-Strike. And 41% said you'd play Half-Life, remake Left 4 Dead, and erase Counter-Strike. And uh, I'll see what a few of you had to say here, and then I'll tell you what the right answer was, because that was was not the right answer. It's a good answer, but that is not the right answer. I'll tell you what it is in just a minute. Um... I just lost my place in my notes. Never mind, I'm back. Pee Wee <laughs> Squitters. That name makes me so uncomfortable. Pee Wee Squitters wrote in and said, Play Half Life. It was and still is incredible, and I fear remaking it would be enough justification that they don't need to get started on Half Life 3 yet, even though it'll probably never happen. Remake Left 4 Dead because I'd love to play it with updated technology and graphics, and I'm pretty sure Xbox Live support for the original is long gone and you gotta play it with friends. And delete Counter Strike because I wasted many hours trying to get good at that game and still never got good. That's the real rule. That's the real lesson, part. Part of me and play one remake one erase one is if you can't get good just erase it and never get good. I can say that about so many fucking games, Pee Wee. I feel you. Uh, Jason Daniels wrote in and said, uh, "Play Counter Strike. Well, not the best game ever. Its importance to team shooters cannot be underestimated. It doesn't need a remake as it had so many iterations at this point from 1.0 to 1.6 Counter Strike Source and Counter Strike Go." I'm not sure what that is. The latest version is very playable. Remake Half-Life still remains one of the greatest single-play experiences of all time. And although Black Mesa is great, a full-on HD remake with some small quality of life improvements and updated AI would make it a must-play. And a race Left 4 Dead, it doesn't do anything wrong and it's a competent uh, and fun co-op zombie shooter, but unfortunately, it's not particularly exceptional in any way and in a toss-up between this and Counter-Strike, this loses out. Happy holidays. Well, I disagree with what you have to say, sir. I will defend to the death. You're right to say it. Uh, Iro Wabez. Wrote in and said, Play Half Life. As linear as it is, a remake would only really work as a VR game now, like Alex's. A graphics update would just be a pretty game that's on rails. I'd remake Left 4 Dead. I love online games where you have waves of enemies as it keeps the objective simple that unexperienced and troll players can't really mess up. And then erase Counter Strike. Even though I was on a Counter Strike team and played in tournaments, I'm okay letting this go. This is because I per- personally prefer the games that came from Team Fortress, where you have roles like tanker support, which led to my favorite online shooter, Overwatch. Dude, I'll shout out Overwatch. I I was a big overwatch fan i was never good but i really liked overwatch back in the day one of the only online shooters i've ever gotten into was overwatch i'm a mercy main just hide in the wings and keep your team alive uh gill wrote in and said this one is interesting seemed like a hard decision at first but i logically thought of a good answer play <laughs> i like the idea of Gil like just like telling his like loved ones and everybody like all right leave me alone I need to work this out and then just like post-it notes everywhere. I love that Gil. I I appreciate the effort. Gil says play Counter-Strike on PC because I put so many hours into it when I was in high school and even more throughout the years. It had slash has so many fun mods such as Jailbreak, Bunny Hopping, Zombies, Minigames, Gun Game and just plain classic Counter-Strike. The community seems to have died down but I still go back from time to time. Remake Left 4 Dead because of many more hours I spent there as well with the versus multiplayer. It was always fun discovering death spots as an infected and wiping the opposing team with a well-planned charge with the charger. Excuse me. Sadly, erase Half-Life because I spent hundreds of hours on the other two games. I only played the Half-Life collection once. So going for replay value. Oh, first time commenting. Love the show. Keep it up. Well done. And you got in there without me even seeing that first time commenting. Well done. And Bryce Larson said, this one is pretty cut and dry for me. Play Counter-Strike because the memories I have of cramming an army of my stinky friends in my basement for land parties shall never be forgot. And God knows we have enough first-person shooter games at the moment. Remake Half-Life because fucking A, can you imagine that physics engine concept with some modern age tech behind it? insert homer drooling noise here erase left for dead because its name is stupid oh you know what's really a stupid name bryce larson fuck you double seeker probation you not know you ever talk shit about left for dead in my fucking house get out of here uh i'm going with i'm sorry bryce that was rude you did say left for dead is a stupid name and it isn't uh i'm going with the runner-up this week 28 percent of you including triple who said play left for dead one of the co-op kings and it just plays or it plays just as well today as the day it launched remake half-life great game but it's showing its age out of the bunch a remake would print money and i have to erase counter-strike although this game changed online gaming forever i never dabbled in it as much as the others uh my logic is actually pretty similar to all that as well Uh, i'm gonna play left for dead because it's perfect and Back for Blood prove we should leave well enough alone. And I'm afraid that if they remake it, well, I would love a Left 4 Dead 3 or a re-release of Left 4 Dead. I'm worried they'd fuck it up. So just don't touch it. It's not broken. Don't fix it. I'm going to remake Half-Life because it's rad. And I really enjoy I played Half-Life this year for the first time. Loved it. But imagine how much better it would be if we just erased the last two or three levels with the shitty platforming moon shit. That's all I would do. Just get rid of the. Fuck, I hate those levels. Uh, And then I'm going to race Counter-Strike because I can say with 100% certainty I would suck balls at it and I don't have any interest in playing it because I suck at those games. Uh, So there you go. Thanks a lot, everybody, as always, for playing. Play one, remake one, erase one. I'm going to tell you what I have been playing over the last week in just a second. But first, here's maybe a quick word from a sponsor. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe we had a sponsor there. Maybe we don't. It depends on. It depends on lots of things. But that's how I'm gonna do the sponsor spots from now on. Thank you for the sponsorship, sponsor. If you were sponsoring there. Uh, what have I been playing over the last week? Uh, I finished God of War Ragnarok. It's been really awesome. I have been playing High on Life, which is hilarious. But the combat is a little, uh, a little. It's like turkey without gravy. It's just a little dry. But it, it, the game is really funny. I'm really enjoying it. Um, and then uh, I don't know what I'm going to be playing next week, but it's some t- over the next week of holidays, I'm going to finish Parappa the Rappa, which won our Patreon poll last month, so you're going to get an episode of that. I'm going to be playing Haunting starring Guy, on the Genesis because that'll be getting an upcoming episode of the show, and I'm going to treat myself to something, and at this point, I don't know if it's going to be Crisis Core. I don't know if it's going to be Callisto Protocol. I don't know if it's going to be Gotham Knights. I don't know if it's going to be Cult of the Lamb, or I don't know if it's going to be... Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. But I'm going to treat myself to something, and I'll tell you next week what I've been playing. All right? Uh, Oh, yeah, and then I played Portal, which is what we're going to talk about right now. And uh, we had a lot of comments and a lot of I-told-you-to-play-it comments, so please don't be upset if you don't get read. But I do like to read a few listener comments before my guests and I hog the microphone. Works for me. Wrote in and said, All we wanted for Christmas was a Remember the Game episode on Portal, and you, my good man Adam, have given us a gift that not even Santa himself could deliver. You're welcome. Works for me uh seriously ron p wrote in and said such an amazingly different experience than every other game at the time and man i love the glados character i have a hard time keeping portal separate from portal 2 in my own head but if you enjoyed this experience everything in portal 2 is just a double down on what made portal 1 so great so admittedly part of the reason i did not play portal 2 uh right after i finished portal one was because i wanted to record it with a clean palette i'm like i know portal one i have no impressions of portal two to bleed in and stuff like that because i run into that problem with some of the games we talked about on the show that's why we haven't done more like tony hawk episodes i love those games but they all are just a big ball of uh not being able to do tricks in my mind so i i, I am looking forward to playing portal two though uh, david DeLong wrote in and said still miss my boy the companion cube you will be remembered r.i.p companion cube i love those little bastards nutsack 69420 said i remember enjoying this game a ton back when it came out it definitely lays the groundwork for the far superior portal 2, but it was fun in its own right glados is one of the most unique villains of all time and some of the shit they say crack me the fuck up if you don't think this type of villain really existed or i don't think this type of villain really existed before this game where they just fucking mock you and talk shit the whole time oh glados is one of the greatest villains ever and we're gonna get into that i fucking i Holy Christ, I love this game. Great villain, great humor, great fucking everything. And, uh, Kelly is going to have the last word. Kelly says, I'm so confident that this will become one of your favorite puzzle games ever. This is one of the few games I'd label as near perfect because I just can't think of any damn flaws. The game's puzzles are masterfully created. The atmosphere and visuals haven't aged a day and the humor is unbeaten. Amazing game. Well, I can tell you, Kelly, it absolutely has become one of my favorite puzzle games ever. I'll go as far as to say, it's become one of my favorite games ever. It would absolutely occupy a list on my top 100 games of all time. Did it get the perfect score? Is it perfect? It's time to find out. I am going to cue up some Portal music, and when it stops, old Mark McHugh and I are going to talk the original Portal, which released on PC and the Xbox 360 back on October 10th of 2007. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Let's go. All right. so, as I'm sure I've said during the intro, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, Festivus, Hanukkah, I don't know all the other events. But whatever you're celebrating, if you're celebrating anything during this final week of 2022, uh, I hope you've been well and you're safe and you're happy. And I wanted to do something special for the listeners for this final episode. And I have been teasing this episode for weeks now. And Mark, first of all, my guest this week, as you all know, is Mark McHugh. Mark, how are you?
1: I'm doing fantastic and I'm super excited to be here talking about this game.
0: Me too. But so I posted a couple weeks ago that I was going to do something special on this final episode with you for an episode. And I don't know if you saw the comments, but so many people were like, oh my God, Mario is missing revisited. And I
1: was like, no, and you're all banned. And then some people. I mean, were... we we could do a Mario is missing revisit. No, we I'm couldn't. just throwing it out there. No, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Or or we could do Mario's time machine. Oh,
0: I hate you so much. I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> the other no, it is out of the realm of possibility as long as I'm calling the fucking shots. And then the other once when you inevitably take over as the dominant shareholder, then you'll make the call. But till then fuck that the other guests people had were that we were just going to do an induction ceremony episode to put you into the hall of fame. And I just want everyone to rest assured and enjoy their holidays, knowing that Nat is never going to happen. And Mark (laughs) is never getting back into the hall of fame. So you can all sleep easy at night knowing that that's not going to happen. Um, but what we are going to do is talk about a game that I have been being asked. People have been telling me to play this game since before Remember the Game started. And I promised like in like January or something that at some point in 2022, I would play Portal. And it took until December 20th or so for me to get her through with it. But I finally played Portal. And Mark, I know you're a huge fan of this game. So I'm going to shut up and let you talk for a minute. But just let me say, there have been some games that the, the audience is hyped up. And then when I finally play them, I'm like, ah, I didn't love that. This one lived up to all the hype this
1: oh my god right it's like one of the few perfect games that i've ever played
0: this is one of the most brilliantly made video games i have ever
1: experienced it is just
0: unbelievable Unbelievable. and it's
1: like not fair to compare it to portal 2 because we could do a whole other episode about portal 2 but like there's just something about this one like it's not like it, it, like the only gripe you could have is that it's too short. Is that there's not enough of it? And that is but my like, gripe. Yes. Man, they make such good use out of what time they have in this game. It's unbelievable. Like, there's not a moment. Like there's not like when I'm playing through this game again. There's not like a room that makes me go oh, this part. Ah, yeah. oh, fuck this part. Like the story is like fantastic, and it's all told through like one character basically.
0: Yeah. Now, okay, so I have a couple of things to add to that. Number one, just so that I make the record clear, so everyone that's wondering, uh, I I have not yet played Portal 2, and I did that intentionally because a few people uh, had told me that they kind of get Portal 1 and Portal 2 mixed up now, like their memories of them, they're like, I can't remember what game this was from or what part this was from, and I wanted to just have like a, like I am working off of like a clean, all I know is Portal. So I will play Portal 2 now. I'm like Perfect. not only, and that's not an empty promise. After playing this one, I'm like fuck yeah, give me more. Because I do agree with you and I want to get any of the bad things out of the way and I literally think the only bad thing I have to say is that it is it, it's 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 so fucking short. And it's brilliant. Everything about it is brilliant. But like but my so kingdom for like another 10 levels. Like just twice as long.
1: Now, there there are a few things about this game, like, like, we we could say that it's too short, but there are things about this game that, like, are like, oh, no, it's like, if they made it longer, they might have ruined it. Like, if they had stretched out this story a little bit longer, it could have dragged in places, whereas, like, as it is, like, this three-hour game that you can, like, bang out in a night that just, like, tells this, like fascinating story like you like you start the game and you're like I don't know where I am I don't know why I'm here I don't know like what's going on all you know is this one voice talking to you and, and if they had like and if they had like expanded on it a little bit more it could have been a bit bloated I think you're
0: not wrong and the thing about it was like when I finished it I didn't feel unsatisfied I just was like I don't know how to play more of this but I and like and you and I are both comedians I'm like one of the rules of thumb of a comedian is always leave them wanting more, right? It's better to get yeah. out on a high note than fucking drag it out too long and end up bombing. So, like, this game does not bomb. This game gets out on top. I respect that very, very much. The other thing I wanted to say is... And like, and I want to get into the game. It's just I know so many references to this game. First of all, I finally understand why everybody talks about the cake. And we can get more into that, but I finally understand these fucking cake references. And the other thing is... I there's a list I can't remember I want to say it's IGN I can't remember what website posted it it's from a few years ago and they rank the greatest villains in gaming history and GLaDOS or however you pronounce it is like in the top three or four and it was the Which? only villain I didn't know and now that I've played it I'm like Bowser is always going to be my guy and I still think Kefka from Final Fantasy 6 3 whatever is the greatest villain of all time but GLaDOS is, like, top five for me without question. What, a, what an entertaining fucking villain this thing is.
1: This stupid... Because you can't fully hate this character. Not at all.
0: So no. fucking funny. Dude, the final boss fight, which is the only boss fight in the game, like, I was just, like, there was one part where I was starting to get mad. Obviously, there's going to be spoilers, everybody. There's one part... Because you have to get those, like, three or four, like, orb, ball, eye things and go throw them in the incinerator thing. And the the final one, you have to, like, kind of catch it as you're coming down through the air. And I was having a hard time getting it. Uh, And that's not even a fault of the game. I just suck at the game. Um, But I was getting so pissed off that I couldn't get this fucking ball. But then the whole time, this GLaDOS thing is just beaking me. And it's making me laugh. And I'm like, ah, whatever. I don't even care. I'm like, you're going to win this round. I'll get you on the next one. Like, it's just, like, fuck me. What a... I still don't understand the entire story. You just wake up in this fucking room and have to break through all these portals and kill this machine and go after cake. Like, I don't understand the
1: story entirely. Is there more to it than and that? You know what? The one thing I will say is the second one, you, you still don't fully know what's going on, but there's, like, hints.
0: Okay. Like, I just like assume that... Okay.
1: It kind of explains what you're doing there, but you have to be looking so close. Okay. Like, if you will miss, like... You will miss it if you don't, if you aren't paying the closest attention.
0: Okay. And I do want to play through this game. Like, I'll play through this game. Like, especially, maybe that's one of the great things about it being so short, is you're right. Like, I could be sitting around one afternoon and just, like, I'm bored or just in the mood for like a puzzle game. And I'm like, I could totally just play portal and rip through in like two or three hours and be done. And maybe I'll see more. Like I'm not, (laughs) excuse me. I'm not even complaining about the story at all. I just didn't fully understand other than I'm just trying to break out of this place, but it doesn't matter. Like to me, the brilliance of this game is the puzzles. And I'll just quickly set the table. If you've never played portal, if you're like, I know, I think I'm one of about four people on the planet that haven't played it. If you're one of the other three, Basically you just go room to room and the the long and short of it is you've got to get from the the spawn point of the room to the exit of the room and it's set up like a test and your only real tool aside from the companion cube which we'll get into cuz companion cubes are the cubes are the best but aside aside from the companion cube the only tool you have is this fucking gun That makes portals. And it's so wild. You can shoot a portal on a wall, then shoot another portal on like a ceiling or a wall or a floor, anywhere you want, step through one, and you'd swear this game was running on like an SSD drive on the PS5. Like think Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart when you go through the rifts and get to a new area instantly, but you just automatically appear in like the other part of wherever you put the other portal. And it's just, it it might sound so basic to explain it like that, Mark. But like,
1: it's fucking brilliant. It works so and like fucking well. It's incredible. And this game came originally came out on what, like the PS2, PS3, like that era of games. Yeah. And I still don't know how this game works. I don't like, either. I don't. I, I
0: don't either. I I played it on the Switch, and like the Switch can't run Pokemon these fucking days, and
1: it ran yeah. and it ran this like
0: flawlessly,
1: flawlessly. It was like yeah, like we think about games like God of War. Like don't get me wrong fucking fantastic games the god of war games but they like st- they like they take so much to like render these huge environments whereas like on like the ps3 level technology they were rendering like this mind-breaking like concept yeah. for a game which and i still like i don't know how you would program that i don't know how like it how it worked but it's so like it's just so well done.
0: Yeah, dude, like, this is gonna, I, I wonder, I'm, like, I'm worried this is gonna make me sound dumb, but I mean this without, like, this is with no sarcasm. This is, like, all, nothing but sincerity. Like, if an, if an actual scientist came to my house and showed me this portal gun, where I could shoot a portal on the wall here in my office and then shoot a portal uh, beside the fridge in my kitchen, and I could see the kitchen through the portal and just walk through and be in my kitchen, I would be blown away. And the fact that these game developers were able to do this with this video game so seamlessly, I'm not being sarcastic when I say, like, I'm almost as impressed by that as I am by, like, what a real portal gun would do. Because I'm like, how? How in the fuck do you, like, I understand how you program a warp pipe in Mario Brothers. Because you go down the warp pipe and then it takes you to this new part of the game then it loads the new area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To so flawlessly do... Because it's not just that you step through the portal and then end up in the new place. It's that, like, you can throw an item through the portal and it shows up in the new place. You can see in real time what's going on through the portal wherever your other portal is. There's platforming challenges.
1: You can see challenges. yourself going into another portal. Yeah,
0: dude! Did, like... Tell me, everyone listening to this that's Play Portal, you have to have at least one moment where you just put two portals, like, back-to-back and just ran through and just watched yourself in, like, the void just running through these portals. It was the fucking craziest thing. And some of the platforming relies on that, like, instantaneous, like, a- appearance on the other side. Like, you've got to... And it just, it just... There was not one moment in this game where I wasn't like, this didn't work seamlessly. Seamless, right?
1: Incredible, right? Like, and I still don't understand. I still don't understand a how like it worked, and b why there's not more games like this.
0: I, my God, dude, they could annualize, like they could make this like Madden. Like, it could just be like Portal twenty two, Portal twenty three, Portal twenty four, and I would be buying them every year. Just give me three more hours of puzzles, and I'll never stop buying.
1: No, still just the two.
0: Yeah, it's un- I don't get it. It's fucking incredible. Um, like, I would fucking die for a Portal 3. Oh, God. Like, I, dude, like, so I've been banging the drum. Fucking Valve. Dude, okay, so I'm just, like, off the top of my head. Valve did Left for Dead 1 and 2. I love those games. Valve did Half-Life. I love those games. Valve did Portal. Admittedly, I haven't played Portal 2, but I love Portal 1. Now You're they've right, got you'll Steam. You'll love Portal 2. I'm sure I will. They have Steam, which fucking prince money they have this steam deck that everybody just seems to love and we very rarely get into like game developers and talking about the, the business and stuff like that but i'm like has that company just got the midas touch or what like holy fuck like everything i've played of theirs has been immaculate everything drives me and i
1: guess that's why like they won't do like and, you know, the joke about, you know, Valve doesn't know how to count to three, but it's also, like, <laughs> they know how to leave it alone. Yeah. Which is a good thing, and it's kind of a bad thing. Like, imagine if, like, fucking Mario had done that. If they had oh, stopped sure. at Mario 2, we would have there's so much that we would have missed out on. But those two games would still be perfect.
0: But if Nintendo had a, a virtual uh, game store that printed money like Steam does... We may not get a Mario Three, like I understand why they're like our bread is buttered on Steam. That's where we're staying. I get it, but you're right. I want I want a Portal. Oh my God! You want to know what? I'll call a spade a spade right now. I have no interest in VR. You drop Portal Three, like a brand new Portal game, and on like PSVR oh god. you you'd get my money. I'm so dude, I've never
1: even considered that a Portal VR game. Oh my God,
0: dude! I'm so blown away by this fucking game. So. I have basically just blown smoke up this game's ass for the last 10 minutes. I want to ask you, because, like, I played it for the first time, I don't know, about 96 hours ago on my Nintendo Switch. Uh, How many times have you played this? Because you, dude, you have been telling me you wanted to cover this game forever. And when I text you about it to say, hey, would you be interested in doing this for, like, a a special end-of-the-year episode? You, like, you lost, you got as excited, I think more excited than you do for fucking Zelda games.
1: Um, because it's one of my favorite games. It's one of the few perfect games I've ever played.
0: So how many, like, like did you play it when it first came out? Like, have you played it multiple times, I assume?
1: Um, You know what? I actually, like, I actually didn't play it when it first came out because I was a few years... Because I got my PS3 when the PS4 came out. Okay. Because I was like, ooh, there, these are on sale now. And with that, I got um i picked up uh skyrim yeah a a game that i played once and then never played again and then shortly after i picked up uh the orange box the collection orange box. yeah which honestly i've never played another game in the orange box collection except this one really
0: so you've never played like half-life or half-life 2
1: you know what? I've never played the Half Life game. Oh, buddy, get in there! I'm telling you, I've heard nothing but great things. They're stupendous. and like maybe one day I could, maybe one day I will. And like knowing that these are in the same universe as Portal, I should absolutely get into those. But like it's, it's kind of like have you ever like listened to an album that you really loved, or like listened to you just started listening to an album and like the first song is like perfect. You're like, man, that's the song. And you just listen to that one song over and over again. You're like, the rest of the album can't be as good as this song. <laughs> no, I. Get that's it. for me. What that's for me. What Portal is wow. like. Yeah, I bet Half Life One and Two are great. They can't be as good as Portal. I'll, like,
0: as someone that has played Half Life One and Two and really likes, especially Half Life Two. Uh, I maybe this will get uh get the get get me some shit from a few fans. But I like those Half Life games. I I think I like Portal better than either Half Life game. Like like. If I was to redo my top 100 games of all time, it's not a matter of whether or not Portal would be on it. It's a matter of how high. Like, this game yeah. was just, what a... So, okay. So then, again, like I said, if you've never played it, the, especially the... So, I'll be... Dude, okay. So, the first level... Because uh, I think at the first couple of levels, you can only make the blue portal. The orange one is already uh, planted, I think. And you yes. just make one portal, and you just have to walk through to the other... And I was probably stuck on the first level for like 15 minutes and I couldn't figure out what was going on. And which I know is part of like the, the the mystery of the game is like, what the fuck is going on? But I was like, what the fuck have you guys all been hyping up? What is this? It's just like a, it's like a goddamn doctor's office with a stairs and a portal on the wall. Um, but then once I figured out what I was supposed to do and I figured out, Oh, like just go through this portal. you come out over there and then you're out. Um, And then once, especially to me, it's once you, once you gain control of the second portal, like once you can plant the blue and orange ones anywhere you want. Um, I, I love puzzle games and I was like, this is, there's gotta be, I'm not going to say in infinite ways, but there's gotta be multiple ways to solve some of these puzzles.
1: Like there has to be, uh, there's, possibly but there's a lot that are just like oh no that's the way to do it well but like Like,
0: so when i finished it though it said that like in the post game one of the challenges is to go back and use as few portals as possible oh but maybe that's just because like i missed a lot of the shots where i had to get like an electric ball to go through one portal and come out on the other one and hit like its target like i'd have to do it a few times because i missed and stuff maybe that's what they
1: mean by doing them multiple times oh that's possible Like, you can't fuck it up. No,
0: because, like, that, like, and even those, I'm not going to complain about them. But, like, that's one of the things about this game is uh, you don't just walk through the portal yourself. You use it to transport other items. And I think one of the first instances of that is when you have a companion cube and you need to put it on a switch on the other side of one of those walls that, like, you can't carry the companion cube through. And then you realize, like, oh, there's a hole in the wall above that field. I can shoot my portal through that hole, make a portal on the ceiling, then make another portal over here, drop my cube into this portal, it'll fall out of that portal on the other side of the wall and land on the switch. And I know it sounds so basic, but that's so brilliant, Mark. My God.
1: And what even adds that extra layer of brilliance is in that room, right before you start the puzzle, GLaDOS is like, oh, by the way, this puzzle's impossible. Sorry about that.
0: (laughs) Oh, dude! Yes! I forgot all about that. That she's like, don't worry about it. You're not going to be able to solve this one. It's okay. Nobody can. And I'm like, and I, I won't lie to you. For a minute, part of me was like, am I like, am I supposed to fail this one on purpose? And then I realized like, no, no, she's just fucking with my head. Uh, yeah, 100%.
1: Oh, so and that's good. And like, that's the, I'm like, we'll definitely talk about GLaDOS more in detail, but that's one of the most interesting parts about this is you slowly start to, because she's a robot, she's a computer. Yeah. She shouldn't have a personality, but you start slowly start realizing like she's lying to you about everything.
0: Well, you know, when I realized she was lying, it was the first time I discovered a little kind of like quote unquote secret area where everybody wrote on the walls, the cake is a lie. And I was like, wait a minute there'd better be cake. And it turns out there isn't any fucking cake.
1: Now I know like the whole, like cake is a lie became a meme within itself, but like that one wall and it's like in like a room where there's a bunch of turrets. Yeah. That to me is like one of the most brilliant parts of the game. Because like I read later, like they had planned on like creating this character that was like, it was called like rat or something that would run around and write these messages on the wall. And I'm glad that they didn't have time to do that Because to me, like, the less story you tell about these things written on the wall, the better. Because it tells a story, like, it lets you make your own story about who was here, who, what do they know, what, like, what did they go through? Like, Like, have they been trapped here? And, like, you could see, like, there's a tally on the wall of, like, how many days they've been there. And it's like, this is a person who's prisoner here who has been is being fucked with by GLaDOS in the exact same way you are
0: it almost has like an it has a little bit of like a horror uh feeling to it because it's like the idea that you're stuck in this fucking warehouse or factory or whatever the fuck you want to call it and you've got this uh this gun this like portal gun but you can't figure out how to get out and the whole time this fucking robot AI voice is just chirping you and And like promising you cake and you know, there's no cake, you know, you're going to die. That's kind of creepy. Like I kept waiting for like a jump scare and there just never is
1: one. Um, No, because like they like they manage to scare you in like ways that like. That are better, like that are better than that, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, I agreed. I fucking loved it. The first time I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? this goddamn! i'm so happy i understand this fucking cake beam now like i'm so fucking happy that i understand <laughs> it because i've never understood what the fuck like i always thought cake meant uh, it doesn't you all know what cake means so i thought it meant something else but apparently no it just means there is no fucking cake um yeah man i and you know what like let me say i love that there's not a lot of uh i had a hard time finding a lot of good music for this episode minus that ending song which we'll get to because that ending that's still a live song is maybe the greatest credit song of all time and, like, uh, you
1: can, the cool thing is, like, anytime you could pass by a radio, there's, like, this cool, like, Mamba, like, salsa version of it playing.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, and I kept finding these little radios. And uh let me say, one of the other things I really like about this game is that there aren't collectibles. There's no power-ups. There's no health bar there's no lives there's no
1: there's no tree
0: like like it, skill tree yeah no exactly no crafting thank fuck like it almost just it it really it would it would really translate to vr well wouldn't it like it really feels yeah. like it almost feels like a vr game just playing like you it, don't, as it
1: is. Like you don't have a health bar yeah and
0: i like that they kept it so dude and i mean this with no disrespect to this game but like It almost just feels like a giant tech demo for this like portal thing. They came up with like, if it wasn't so well-made and so polished, you'd swear that it was just like, ah, like the developers, you know, we had a week off and we were just fucking around and came up with this cool little program. We can make portals. And we came up with this like little demo thing. And it's like, like, because there's so little fat on this game. This is like as lean of meat on a bone as I've ever seen. And it's spectacular. Uh, 100%. It doesn't waste your time at all. There's no exploring. Like I dude, I hate it in games when I come up to like a hallway and I can choose left or right and if I pick the wrong way, it triggers like a cutscene or an event in the game and now I can't go back and get whatever item was over there or go look over there. You know what I mean? Like I get that anxiety all the time and you don't have that in this game because there is no exploring. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And even if I do accidentally go the wrong way, I'll just shoot a portal back there and then drop a portal on the floor and walk through and be over there anyways. Uh, Yeah. Just less is more in the best fucking way. This is like the most efficient video game that I've ever played. And I'm not even close to done talking about it, but we're going to take a quick break right here. Uh, in case I have a sponsor that wants to say something, we'll be right back. Or maybe we're back already. Maybe there was no sponsor. I don't fucking know. I don't know how, <laughs> well, it's, I have to say it like that because sometimes I have sponsors and sometimes I don't. So I don't fucking know. Maybe there was a sponsor. Maybe there wasn't. Uh, you were talking about GLaDOS. So I want to hear what else you have to say about, about GLaDOS. Like,
1: where, where are you here? Uh, I think, like, it, she is absolutely, she is probably the best video game villain of all time. Like, And as much as I, like, then if we're just talking, like, even if we're just talking this game, even if we're not talking Portal 2, GLaDOS is the best video game. Because, again, it's the whole story is told just through her. Because you play as a silent character. Like, you don't know anything about, like, you know the character's name is Chell. yeah, And you don't even know that from in-game. That's just, like, is what is known about the character. You know nothing about the character that you are playing. You just know... That there is this robot voice that keeps chirping you, keeps keeps calling you forward, but you can tell that they're not being honest about something. You can tell that there's something off.
0: Yeah, at, at the at the first few levels when there's really nothing that can hurt you, like there's no falls, there's none of that toxic sludge, there's none of those laser guns. It's just figuring out how to get from point A to point B, and I don't think there's a possible way to die. In some of the early levels. Because, like, oh, because you don't take fall damage or anything in this game either, which is fucking stupendous. Um, And, yeah, it doesn't seem like a bad AI. It just seems like this thing that's like, hey, get through this and get through this. It's just a test. We won't hurt you. And I was like, oh, all right. And then uh, slowly it's like, oh, well, now there's this, like, toxic sludge. Don't go in there. That would not be good. And it's like, oh, all right. And then it's like, oh, there's these fucking turrets that will shoot these lasers at you. Don't let them shoot you because they'll fuck you up. Oh, and then it's like, well, now there's these big moving pipe things that'll crush you as well. And it's like, now I'm blatantly telling you I'm going to kill you. Now here comes fire that you have to figure out, which I thought was one of the coolest parts of the game was when that platform is going toward the fire and you've got like 20 seconds or whatever to figure out how the fuck to get off of it before it's too late. And you're right. GLaDOS, like that is the make of a great villain because like Kefka, you know, right away. Like I always go to Kefka because I think Kefka is the video game villain and You can tell from day one, Kefka goes and poisons that water and you're like, this is a bad man. This is not a very nice person. Uh, GLaDOS doesn't seem like a bad thing at all. It's promising me cake. I just need to solve its puzzle. And then by the end of the game, it's like threatening to kill me with poison gas.
1: And I don't know how they wrote the character the way, like, because it's so effective because it's creepy and it's funny at the same time which is is a very very hard thing to pull off um i've always talked about how much i like gruntilda from banjo kazooie as a villain because she's present throughout the whole game and she's funny and she's like just making fun of you the whole game but she's like but if we're comparing the two like was never creepy in a way that glados was no
0: no agreed yeah glados is the funniest creepy villain i've ever seen
1: just like managed whatever. to make it so unnerving and yet so funny like there's a, there's a part where you're like she like she says oh by the way this next uh, this next thing it's not one of the tests intended for you this is supposed to be like a military test uh, anyway good luck
0: <laughs> like uh, yeah. instead
1: of being like okay you can bypass it this way like well this is not for you but best of luck with it i guess totally yeah
0: no, you're right, and and like to me, one of the big testaments to how brilliant Glados as a character is, is Glados somehow made me fall in love with an inanimate cube, like an inanimate carbon rod. It's like it's just this fucking cube. This it's and like, like you,
1: and then I it's love like when you what you put the companion cube into like the incinerator after she tells you to do it. Yeah, and the first thing she says is. You murdered the companion cube faster than any other test subject on record. Congratulations! <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> how the fuck did you make me fall in love with this cube? The cube doesn't even do anything. It literally it can- does nothing unless I make it do something.
1: And it it- in fact, cannot speak. Yeah, but it makes in the you- event that it does speak. We. Oh. <laughs> We and in- we advise you to disregard its advice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what a brilliant yeah, what a brilliant fucking character. And like I've seen all these things now about like you can get like, you know, companion cube, fuzzy dice and like plushie cubes and shit. And I was like, part of me wants one of these things now. I was like that, one. that cube and I have been through some shit. Like I, I, I'm like and that to me is just one more stance how brilliant this game is. Is I'm like, dude, how the fuck I like this cube more than I like Yoshi. How the yeah. fuck you know how many battles Yoshi and I have been through over the years. And then this fucking and- cube just showed up and it holds switches for me and lets me climb on it sometimes. And I'm like, yeah. forget Yoshi. I want the cube.
1: I also love like during the, like w- during the boss battle at the end of the game, like, GLaDOS is saying something along the lines of, we were going to invite your friends to the party. Unfortunately, you don't have any. We were going to invite the companion cube, but unfortunately, you murdered him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be,
0: I want to talk about that boss fight, too. Because, like, that's the only combat in the whole game. And uh, I mean, like,
1: there's a little bit with the turrets. Oh, right, you're right. Like, Pardon me.
0: Yeah, you're right. I forgot the turrets, yeah. But, like... It's the only, like, boss fight, you know? Like, I guess there's, like, the there's a couple areas. I, there's one room shortly before the GLaDOS fight where you're, it's, like, a giant room. And there's, like, a half a dozen of those turrets in these little cubby holes at various heights throughout this room. And you're basically going, like, full-blown, like, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, whatever. And just, like, warping around this room, taking out all these turrets. And I don't know if you have to take them all out to beat the room or not, but it was a cool little room. But that fight against GLaDOS, I wasn't expecting to actually have to, like, fight a boss at the end of the game. And I traditionally hate boss fights. Uh, And I was like, this was, I think I died on it twice because I couldn't catch that final orb up in the air. But uh, that was one of the best boss fights I've ever seen. It's it's fantastic.
1: Yeah. it, it It tests everything you've learned throughout the game.
0: Yeah. Like, if you've never played it, you actually find, like, the AI that is GLaDOS. Like, it's hub or fucking whatever. And uh, basically what you need to do is there's like a turret thing on the floor that'll shoot rockets. And so you have to lure this thing into shooting a rocket at you, but then you move, but plant a portal there. So the rocket goes through the portal and then the rocket will come out wherever you have put the other portal and you need to put the other portal up somewhere. So the rocket goes through that portal comes out the other one and hits GLaDOS like the, the, the computer thing. And then it drops. Like, I don't even know what those things are. They're like, they look like, like they're just like, they, they look like the eye off the top of the
1: tektodrome. I think they're called like personality cores or something like that. Okay.
0: And, yeah, they're basically just, like, these roboticized, like, eyeball cores. And then there's, like, this, like, incinerating pod. And you, like, you pick up the cores, and then you plant a portal over the incinerating thing. And then you go to the switch that opens the incinerating thing, plant another portal there, open the incinerator, and then drop these things into this. And then it fall they fall into the incinerator. And if you do all these—and the whole time the room is slowly filling with poison gas. And you need to kill all these cubes before the gas fills up, and, you, and you'll win. And the whole time you're doing it, GLaDOS is chirping you. But what made, you know what one of my favorite voice acting things in the whole game was? Is the first of those uh, balls, those eyeball things? You, you pick it up. And as you're running around the room, it's like, ooh, what's that? Oh, what's that? Look at that. Ooh, what's that? Wow, look at that. What's that? And, like, it never stops. And then, like, you put it down, and it's still like, what's that? What are you doing? What's that over there? Oh, look at that thing. And it just, like, it was making – I was like, I don't want to kill this little thing. But I do want to kill GLaDOS, which means I have to kill this thing because it's part of GLaDOS. Um, Yeah, fucking just a – what a spectacular little fight. Like, it's not really that complicated. It's not that hard
1: it's not long. It's just, uh, and it's funny. Well, it's and, like, entertaining. The, the interesting thing is it's got like, it has a time limit, which is the stressful part about that boss fight. You oh. have to do it in five minutes.
0: Yeah. Cause the room is slowly filling with poison gas and there's timers everywhere. So you can see, Oh, cause then fucking at one point when you're fighting it, GLaDOS says something like, uh, this gas is going to kill us or something. And then it goes like, Oh wait, not me. Just you. It can't kill me. Or like something yeah. like, like something like that. But um, you're right, it does get stressful because, like I said, I think I died twice trying to get that final orb
1: thing. Um, and that final one, like, that final one is a bitch, especially, like, if you're down to the last minute and you're yeah. still, like, jumping and trying to get it. Yeah,
0: you're panicking. It's fucking stressful as shit, actually. But it's, but it's still, but even like, dude, normally I would die on that on a boss fight. I would rage quit and be like, fuck this. I'll come back later. But I was like, no, I got to do this again. I got to see.
1: But it's like, you're, you're right there. You're right at the end. And it's like, it's not so like, and it's not like punishing. It's not like, it's not like a, a a dark souls type boss fight where like, oh man, it's just going to fucking cheap kill you. It's like no, no, no. If you've been paying attention to the game, you are. It's within your grasp to beat this boss. Fight. Yeah, totally.
0: And the thing is, is like I hate like bullet sponge bosses because I find them. I think they're just they're boring. Like when you just have to shoot all your best weapons at the boss for fucking ten minutes to beat it. Uh, and this one's not like that at all, which I thought was just. I think, frankly, I think that boss fight is as brilliant as the rest of the game is. Uh, it was just spectacular.
1: Um, well, because you're because it's not like a boss fighty type game. No, it's not. And that's why, like, it's such a pleasant surprise at the end. Like, oh, shit, like, I get to fight GLaDOS, like, this thing that's been luring me this whole time.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, And, like, you mentioned, like, the other things you fight are those, like, those those (laughs) turrets with, like, the red laser sights on them. And uh, I find them so satisfying to take out because, like, if you've never played it, there's realistically, like, there's two ways in my, like, that you can take them out. You can either put a portal somewhere else... Then open a portal right underneath this turret. It'll fall through that portal and then fall over. All you have to do is knock them over somehow. Like, make them fall over and you'll beat them. So you can do that. Or if you have companion cubes, you can open a a portal above the the turret and then drop your companion cube into a portal that'll come out above that turret and it'll land on the turret and knock it over and defeat it like that as well. And, like, you know the feeling when you're playing, like, Spider-Man or one of the Arkham games... And you're just flying around real stealth-like, taking out all the enemies one at a time. That's how yeah. I felt taking out these stupid turrets.
1: With these I portals. also love the little things. like I like that the turrets have little personalities. Like the little things they'd say when you knock them over. Like, I don't hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, totally. And
0: I like that they can see you through the portals. Like if their yeah. little laser thing can go through a portal and come out by a portal that's beside you and see you, it'll shoot you through that. Like... That to me, it's like, I know we keep coming back to the portal. That's what the fucking game is named after. Like, that's so genius.
1: Yeah, and it's like, again, I don't know how they would have programmed that. No, me neither.
0: Like, it's not just you that uses the portal. Like, the portal is just everything in the game can use this portal.
1: Like, it needs, like, the universe, like, if this game is, like, has to be able to bend around on itself in order for it to make sense. And, like, if I'm just talking about, like, a programming logistics sense, I don't understand how that this game possibly can work.
0: No, I don't either. Because, like, there's endless ways that you could use these portals. Like, I know there's only a few ways to beat the levels. But, like, you could throw a portal up on the ceiling, throw another portal 40 feet away on the wall... And then, like, run through that portal and come flying out of the ceiling in this whole other area. And, like, they have no idea. Like, I I mean, I'm assuming there are ways to break this game. But, like, I didn't find any. Like, the playtesting and everything. I've never
1: found one. No,
0: just fucking unbelievable, man. Just unbelievable. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about the portals. Because, to me, one of the coolest things about them is, uh, and you don't find it out for a few levels, but once the ball really gets rolling, Uh, once it starts to teach you about momentum through the portals, I think that is fucking like, if you put a portal up on like, on like up right, right below the ceiling on the wall, like right below the ceiling, and then you open a portal right underneath yourself or you put a portal in front of you on the wall and you walk through it or you step through it, you'll come out of that portal up by the ceiling and then just fall back down to the ground. But if you're falling back down to the ground, then you put another portal, you, you replay, you put that portal right under your feet. Then you'll, you'll fall through that one that's on the ceiling, go through the one under the ground with all the momentum of you falling through, then come shooting out of that one up on the ceiling and, like, bounce across, like, a, You know, like, fly across a room. And so it's one thing that they're able to make these portals appear and work so beautifully and smoothly and logistically around, but that they actually make the physics engine and, like, the momentum you have going through work as well is just... fucking unbelievable. That
1: means the most impressive thing about the portals is the fact that, like... It's like there were there's so many ways that they could have like fucked this up. Oh God, yes. There's so many ways that they could have made it be like, oh okay, well like I can sit like this could have been like a cheap game so easily. Just been like, okay, well I walk out of in this portal and I walk and like there's only like set places where you can put portals and like
0: yeah,
1: it's all pre-programmed in. But it's like no, wherever you put a portal, the other portal will like respond to it like faithfully and it's so impressive dude it's fucking sick there's one
0: part right near the end of the game it was the only time that i found the portals just a hint frustrating and it was just because it took some skill to do it's like a room where there's like a, a the, the floor is covered in that acid sludge water whatever the fuck it is and there's like a platform and then way up there's another platform and then way up there's another platform and and what you need to do is put a portal on the first lowest platform. Then there's a, a hole beside you. Put a portal at the bottom of that hole. Fall down through the hole. Go through that portal. And then you'll come shooting out of the one you put on that low platform. And while you're in the air, you've got to stick a portal on that next platform. Then fall back down through the one you were in and it'll shoot you up through the next one. Anyone that's oh, playing it That part make makes me dizzy. Yeah, it made me dizzy. And I, I struggled with that for a long time. But I think that's just because I suck at the game. But I don't. I thought it was a genius uh, design, like and dude. And by the end of the game, there's just some really clever puzzles. Um, I had to look up one solution, and I was so mad when I had to look it up because I I hate like asking for hints in escape rooms and stuff. And I solved everything by myself, and then there was one. And when I looked it up, I was so mad at myself. Fuck. What was the room? The one where there's a uh there's like a the first rocket shooting thing and you get, and i figured out how to get away you have to use it to like blow up glass to get through glass to get through but then you get to like this part where there's like a vent and there's nothing else in the room and the, uh and i could not figure out how to get to this fucking vent i was like i don't have a companion cube to get into this vent and then i'm so dumb i looked up what to do and they were like go back to the rocket thing Put a portal on the wall by the rocket thing. Put another portal in that other room with the vent that's aimed at a glass tube at the top of the room with companion cubes in it.
1: Yeah, the glass cube.
0: And and that was the one. And as soon as I looked it up, I was like, "How did I not notice that that glass tube was full of companion cubes?"
1: I was so there's mad at one, myself. There's one room that I had trouble with. Like, I mean, like obviously now I know what to do, but like the first few times, I'm like, "What the fuck with this room?" And it's the one where. There's like a energy ball. Like there's like a turret in the middle of the room and it's like bouncing energy. What balls are like around. Yeah. And you have to open up a portal next to it. And then, or open up a portal across the room and then quickly like warp over to a button that opens up uh, a door. And then that brings you to like, then that opens up a platform that goes across the room and you have to like jump into this little alcove underneath and like find a way to like, and then there's another button over there and you have to warp then again across the room to like... Cause once you hit this button, like a panel comes out and it's tilted upwards yeah. and you have to find a way to like get a portal on that and then jump down into the pit next to it and launch across the room. And the first few times I'm like, man, this is a fucking, this is a lot of a puzzle all at once.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, though I, I know exactly anyone that's played it. I know exactly, you know what's I, I didn't have to look that one up, but you know why I got stuck forever because I could, I didn't notice that there was a platform way down below beside that one where the wall comes out and tilts up. So I thought I had to tilt that wall up, stick a portal on that tilted wall, run back to the original area I was in, stick a portal on the ground, jump down through it and shoot up. And I was like, I'll never get through this in time. And then I finally realized there was a piece of ground, like down below that part where the wall comes up. And I was like, ah, for fuck's sakes.
1: I didn't even know it was that's, this. But, that's one of those ones that's like, oh man, the answer was right there the whole time.
0: Yeah, but there's I agree with you. But the thing that I like about this game is that well, there's I mean, I like everything about this game. But like have you ever played The Witness, the puzzle game, The Witness? No. It's really solid. It's on PlayStation. Anyone listen to this? If you like puzzle games, check out The Witness. It's a one time playthrough. Like I don't think you have any reason to play it again. But it literally is nothing but first person solving puzzles. And it's it's really uh it's really, really, really smart game. But, like, there are some puzzles, and I feel like this in other games, too, where I'll like I'll come into a room that's, like, one giant puzzle, and I'm like, that'll be enough to make me turn it off and be like, alright, I, I don't have it in me to tackle this giant puzzle tonight, I'll come back later. You know what I mean? And this game, I didn't think there was too many of those. Like, I think that one you just described might be the biggest puzzle in the game, and even that, it's only about a 15-minute puzzle, like, tops. You know, like it's not, there's nothing there. It's like a two hour. There's no, oh, and that's the other thing about this game that's so smart. There is no trial and error. There is no, if there's a way to soft lock yourself and lose and have to restart the game, I never found it.
1: There's, there's not. And like, and again, like in a game with this many options, how can you not soft lock yourself? Like they thought of everything,
0: that it's like, it's self resetting. Like, no matter how you fuck up a level or how you lose, you can always find a way to to beat it. Like, it's just... Fuck me, man. What a...
1: I, I think dude, it may have happened once or twice on the PS3 version, never on the Switch version, where, like, I would have to reload something just because, like, the next level wasn't loading.
0: I did have it crash on me twice. Yeah, where, like, the okay. load screen would be, like... But, I mean, that's different than, like... Oh, you, you you tried to solve the puzzle incorrectly. Reload your save and try again. Like it never did that to me. But I did have a couple instances where the loading screen just never stopped loading. And I had to like close the game and load it back up. But that's, you know what? If that's your biggest fault, it's whatever. It's, and it was like, it was rare. It didn't happen yeah. very often. So.
1: Um, and like it was never that big of like an inconvenience when that did happen. No,
0: No, not at all. Not at all.
1: And you know what? And I and I will say I've never had that happen to me on the Switch version, but apparently it can.
0: Yeah, I and it, it happened to me, but I didn't care. I just restarted and played again. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'll keep playing. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only other, I don't know about you, but the only other thing I want to talk about is uh, the ending, that still alive song.
1: Uh, that is so charming and so sweet, and like you know what? Because like I know how you play games. Like, a part of me was like, I hope he doesn't, like, do the thing where he just skips over the end credits.
0: No, and I normally do, but this one hooked yeah. me right away, and I remember last time I just watched. If you've never heard this song, I'm going to play a small snippet of it after our conversation is over here in a few minutes. I don't know if I'm allowed to play the whole thing or not, but, like, I implore you. I mean, I, I'm willing to bet 99% of you have heard this song. If you haven't, Google Still Alive uh, from Portal. It and
1: it's is- very sweet, and it sets up the sequel,
0: and that's what I was going to ask you, without spoiling the sequel, because I have not played it. It is setting up the sequel, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah, fucking sick. I got to play
1: it. And Fortnite so is the scene where, like, you get blown. Like, you see that you're being blown out of this the facility, and then you see, I mean, I guess you don't really see, but you notice that something is dragging you back inside.
0: Right. Yeah, I got it, man.
1: That's, those two things, yeah, setting up the sequel.
0: Yeah, I got to play this second. I just could not, like... It's just, you're right, because the song is so charming, but at the same time.
1: It's so cheery, but also like so, like, it's so, maybe backhanded is not the right word, but it's just like.
0: It's a little tongue in cheek, but in a great way. It's so brilliant. Like, what a brilliant, what a brilliant
1: video game. It's passive aggressive is the best way of saying it. Totally. Being like, no, no, don't worry about me. I'm like, oh, yeah, you just killed me, but like, don't worry about me. Like, I think, like, I'll be fine. Yeah.
0: In, i will got to tell you, in 229 episodes of this dumb show, I don't think I've said brilliant as many times collectively as I've said it in the last 45 minutes. This game is just... I'm in. I'm a fan. I, dude, Sonic Adventure 2... I was a little bit disappointed in Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I was a little bit disappointed in Grand Theft Auto 4. I loved Bully. I loved. There's been some I thought were great. Some I thought, man, not so great. I'm just going to put it out there right now. I I need a little bit more time to digest my cake. See what I did there. I think this is the best game I have played for the podcast. Like of all the games I've played over the years, like for the first time for the show, I think this might be the best one. This lived up. To all the hype, despite the fact that it's been hyped so much, it lived up to every aspect of it. I, I'm, I am in awe of this video game. I get it. I get the love. I get. I get why you are so excited now. Uh, my God, fuck me! What a video game, man!
1: Great game.
0: Uh, sorry, my other line is ringing. I'm just gonna hang up on them. Send to voicemail. There we go. Um, have you got anything else to talk about? I feel like we, like this episode is almost as long as the fucking game is
1: um oh yeah yeah at this point right <laughs> uh i don't see th- i don't think i have any other uh, other notes like yet because it's that's the thing about this game no notes. it's no, perfect it's as perfect. it is
0: yeah it's so now i can't like, listen I'm, i can't fuck i want to say it's perfect i'm uh, i have been torn on what score to give this fucking game since i finished it because i'm like i i loved this game it's so rare that I go, I, I I give a game a pass on the Mario tax and give it that perfect score. So listen, first of all, I wanna I wanna show this. I have so much respect for Portal that I wanna score it out of ten. I'm not gonna give it a stupid scale. It deserves the respect of the decency of just a perfect ten score or a scoring out of ten. So I need a minute to make my final decision here. So I'll mark. I think I know what you're gonna say, but what are you gonna score Portal out of ten, my friend?
1: Oh, it gets a ten. It gets a ten.
0: You didn't buy me very much time. I,
1: I know, I, I know I didn't, but I didn't have to deliberate very long. Um, though, I mean, I guess the only thing, the second I will, the one thing I will say about the second one, because I imagine like we can go into that one at a, in a later episode, totally. the second one isn't as perfect. It has a little bit like it stretches the concept a bit thin in places, All right. but it's still a fantastic video game in its own right. Whereas this game, perfect game.
0: I mean, like the only fault I have of it is that it is so short. And I really, I've been debating with myself, like, do I dock at a point because it's so short? But then I'm like, it left me satisfied, completely satisfied. It just left me wanting more. And I'm like, isn't that what you want? As opposed to being like, fuck, I wish it was like, there should have been more like that wasn't good enough. Like I, I don't think I can penalize it because I was so happy with how it ended. I think I, I, I cannot believe it, but I'm going to, yeah, I'll give it a 10. I'll break the rule. There's
1: no, there's, there's no, nothing wrong
0: with it. I, yeah. Fuck. There's
1: no fat on the bone here. It's no. just like,
0: it is just, it is just filet mignon. It is just perfect. I, I, I can't... I'm not going to ruin the games for people that are still catching up through the backlog on what games I've given perfect scores. There are a couple. Super Mario World is not the only one to get a perfect score, but in 229 episodes, I can legitimately count on one hand the number of games that have gotten a perfect score. And I've been debating this internally for days, but I I think I just have to give it a tip of my hat and admit to everybody, you were all right. This game is magnificent and i'm gonna yeah perfect 10 it is so good what were you, what,
1: what, what are the other games besides super mario world i don't remember
0: i'll, I'll tell you off air because i don't want to spoil them for okay. anyone that's still listening
1: oh, uh, okay
0: yeah but man what a game i just yeah i the hype is real if by some fluke you've never played it listen to everybody play it i bought the collection on switch i can't remember what the full collection was worth i want to say it was 25 bucks or something um, worth
1: every penny
0: totally yeah no regrets at all i have bought i this year I have bought several full price eighty dollar AAA games that I didn't like as much as Portal. Like, no complaints whatsoever. If I had paid eighty bucks for this and then it had been three hours, I might be a little bit upset. But for the price point, fucking perfect, perfect. And I cannot—you can take it to the bank before the calendar says twenty twenty-four. I will play Portal to you. Take it to the bank. I don't know when. Don't yell at me. But I will, I will play Portal to you before the bank. The perfect. I will it. hold you to that. Yeah, totally uh I think that's it buddy have you uh are we good you got anything you want to plug or anything or are we just done you, you want to go home? not really all right then not uh, really yeah I've... all right that was easy
1: um listen to the other episodes of this game of this podcast yeah if this, yeah. If, this is your, if this is your first episode of remember the game go back and listen to the other ones
0: yeah they're mostly good. Uh, a lot of, Some of them are a lot angrier than this But no, I agree with you
1: Listen to the Mario's missing episode first oh, And then work your way back from there You're such a taint
0: um, <laughs> Mark, listen buddy I, I fucking say it to you every time you're on the show But like it has been a massive year for Remember the Game, and it, we wouldn't have done it without uh, people like you taking time out of your busy schedule to talk about old video games with me. So uh, thank you so much for all the time you've put into Remember the Game this year, buddy. I you're you're as integral pleasure. you're as an integral part of the show as I am as Molly is like everybody knows we have like half a dozen Patreons whose names have something to do with Mark McHugh. So uh, yeah, it's true. Thank you so much, buddy, for doing this. Although at least
1: one of those is me, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. You you are my companion cube, my friend. Uh, <laughs> thank you for doing this, and uh, Merry Christmas,
1: buddy. Merry Christmas. This was a triumph. I'm making
0: a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction but your science we do what we must because we can for the good of all of us except the ones who are dead but there's no sense crying over every mistake you just keep on trying to that is going to do it for the final remember the game of the year 20 and 22. Thank you all so much for listening. Mark McHugh, my companion cube himself. Thank you so much for all the time you spent with me this year, but for taking time to give me a call and talk about this fucking masterpiece of a video game that is portal and you know what one more thank you to all of you that have been hounding me to play it i appreciate you very much uh this is normally where i would plug the patreon and i will say you know if you want to sign up and support the show there is hundreds of bonus podcasts just waiting over there and i puke out three of these a week then you can find them all at patreon.com slash remember the game uh but listen I'm I'm away right now. I'm recording this before Christmas. You're hearing this after Christmas. Uh, I'm just taking a few days off. But from the bottom of my heart, no jokes or anything, thank you so much. This has been the most incredible year uh, for this podcast for me. I could have never in a trillion years imagined, remember, the game would reach the levels that it is. And I have big plans for the show in 2023. I want to get more clips up. I want to grow it. I want to get it in more earballs so more people can become hot dogs and uh, just... You know, when I set out to start this show, I just wanted to learn how to edit audio and talk into a microphone and become a better comedian. Then I started to become really passionate about podcasting. And when I launched Remember the Game as a whole, one of the reasons I did it was because I wanted to get better at it. But one of the reasons I did it was because... I was sick of all the real life crap, politics, drama, shit, you know, finding its way into my video game podcasts. I just wanted to sit around with friends and sit around with other nerds and talk about this hobby that I love so much. And that's exactly what Remember the Game has become. So thank you all for being so cool and for keeping this community as rad as it is and uh, for changing my life because you have. You've changed my life. You've changed my girlfriend's life. And most importantly, you've changed my dog Molly's life. And uh, I can never repay you all for your kindness and support of remember the game so thank you i hope you had a great holiday weekend if you celebrate christmas or anything great if not i hope you still got to relax a little bit i hope you all have a great new year's be safe don't drink and drive and all that other good stuff and uh i'll be back next year with another 52 fucking episodes of remember the game to go with remembering idiot to expansion pass and game patch and maybe another show i haven't yet decided but Thank you so much. I'm going to thank some Patreons and get the hell out of here and uh, go enjoy a delicious Christmas dinner. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all those things. Thanks a lot, everybody. I will talk to you again in 2023. Cheers. Goodbye. Remember the game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not puke up all this content without all of your support. The following people are at the senior executive vice president level or higher at patreon.com slash remember the game. And as such, I'm contractually obligated to say their names as quickly as possible. So a huge thank you to, you know what, just to change it up. I always just read them, they just automatically come up in order from oldest to newest. I'm going to go newest to oldest this time, just because it's going to completely throw off my fucking flow here. Let's see how this goes. A huge thank you to Brandon Helmheckel, Hired Goons, Mariah Maurice, Robbie DLC, Benjamin Atkins, Tristan Anderson. Faded Sufferance, Alexis Ramos, Max Sandin, Lorne Long, Ron Von Hugendong II, Digital Dave, Shorzy, The, show, the Stone Shooter, Roll, <laughs> this is already going bad, Roldy the in the Deep, Kevin Monroe, Tone Bone Swiss, Dr. Nightmare 23, Nayef E, Adam Martinet, Hatrick Swayze, Nick Creature, West Gen, Postman, Denton Van Zandt, Dar Skywalter, Solomon Soto, John Drews, Mr. Papa Giorgio, Ichi Nutsuru, Graham, It's the Bigfoot, Alex R, Ryan Perry, Alexander Camps, Dakota Guy, Derek Cox. James Cenebrea, Heman Demon, Works for Me, Kia Pop, Brandon Dezeba, Bobby Litton, Oh My God It Froze, Lugnut, Rooney, Zamatos, Cam Nelly23, Quiet Place Queen, Trevor McKee, Mark But Not McHugh, Bulma Simp, Arctic Vision, Hitchy Poo, Beef Dingleberry, John M. Watkins, Phil Vile, Bud Lightyear, Musty Beetle, Maverick Marty, Christian Gabriel, Brian Neese, Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, Isaiah, Squeak Nuts, Thiran, Joey Mercury, Sleeper Hit, Colin Bollinger, Adam Fletcher, Nerdy Hybrid, Sam Carpenter, Drugs are bad, okay, James Black, Devin, Daniel. You'll devour, devour. Oh, oh God. Nomad, Matt Hamilton, John of the Adult Children Podcast, James Juan Francesco, current Remember the Game Hall of Famer, Mark McHugh, Demboys on the Roof, General Fury, Cody Richardson, Nicole Novak, Oroku Saki's Gardener, Chris Williams, Joe Stone, Jimothy, K-Ach, Plains Drifter, Hagel Waffle, Edridge FPV, Bucky the Beagle Herder, Scary Terry, Blaine the Hoagie Man, Wyatt the Surgeon Who's Not a Surgeon Row, John Jameson, Decoy Man, Fuzzy 99, Dan Fuselman, Gabe, Brant Hewitt, Mojo the Helper Monkey, Stud Steel Smash, DB Cooper, Sean Ramos, Evolva, Jerry the 3D Printed saucer. Leroy Westrich, Munch Makuchi Nicola, Ian Kegg, Thomas Smith, C Spin, Laces Out Dan, Jake Carter, Eric James, Ruben Elizalde, Phil Lencher, David Marcus, Nicole, Nicholas Jaffe, Mizuru, Phil McCracken, Steve Dalk. Jameer Williams. This is really weird going backwards. DBXJ. Ray Juan Wantonga, Steven Parnell. Elijah Burns. Chugger22. Triple. Frosty Feet492. Matthew D'Amico. Chris Dickens. Zach Shepard. Holmes. Denzalo. DP Pooper. Just a Fish. Randy Barrage. John Woodruff. Tunable Power. Too Tired for Life. OT Plays Games. Captain N. Jeff Bergeron. Russell Aldridge. Zonko504. Titan420. Squints. Joel LeBlanc. Johnny CCDC. Magic 21 Doogie. Andy Hudson. Sam Wright. Wolfgang Darren. John- Mercury869. G9PSX, Mike Maloney, Ryan Kinchin, Zane Donovan, Morgan, A Town, Nathan Tromblay, Aaron Lawson, No One Cares, Dave Thompson, Angry Ticks, Fraser Burns, Jordan, Andrew Wright, Charlie Mederos, Chris Fleury, Doug Dorn, Slick Rick, DNA Gaming, Dave McGee, King Bahamut James Clark, Amanda Hug and Kiss, Andre, Sharonic, Joe Buck, and that motherfucker makeshift mellow magic money. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you so much, Purple Monkey Dishwasher.
1: This was a triumph.
0: Making a note here, huge success. It's hard to overstate my
1: satisfaction.